All right, we are live. Rolling. Y'all, we have a special guest today. Hometown hero, Ian Finch. Hellgate High School alumni, All-State receiver, both 20 and 2021 football seasons, also lettering in basketball and track. He's arguably one of the best athletes to come up really out of Hellgate High School, right? Yeah. I'd yeah, say there so. you go. There you go. Love the conference. <laughs> Ian, thanks, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're really excited, man. I guess right off the bat, dude, I mean, your high school career is coming to an end, you know? Mm -hmm. I guess walk us through some of those emotions that you're kind of kind of going through right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't have very many seniors, so we were kind of a, a closer-knit group. It's sad to see them go. I was, I was, most of them are staying in-state, though, so it's nice. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to see them, uh, like, bye weeks and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, just being down the street from – the juniors, I'm really good friends with most of them too. So I don't think it's like as hard as maybe as if I was leaving this state. And how many seniors were on the team? Yeah, I think we had eight. Or That's maybe actually not terrible right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you feel like the program's going to continue to prosper? Do you think they're looking pretty real these next couple of years? Um, yeah, I think they're looking pretty good. I think like my sophomore year, it was my freshman and sophomore year were pretty hard, but uh, we were. Why is that? Um, we just really did not have athletes in general honestly like we mm -hmm. had uh we had raleigh he was he was a really good athlete um but other than that i don't think a lot of people were really bought into the program mm -hmm. as they are now um but yeah i think they'll they'll be good these next couple of years mm -hmm. now you said bought in what, what really kind of changed man was it just the seniors or i guess your i mean your class that really decided hey man yeah. we're gonna make uh, a difference i think really what made the difference was yeah my class of seniors uh we really just wanted kids to come out regardless of how athletic or their knowledge of football or anything we just needed kids um we started lifting a lot as a team, which never really happened. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. there's like a couple of kids that would lift always together, but mm -hmm. never as a team. And then, um, yeah, I think uh, one one person in particular that really helped was uh, Jake Sweatland, um, our running back linebacker. He's headed to Carroll. Um, you know, he was a really big a really big part in bringing this program back. I think along with me and our athletic trainer Paul Cap, we uh, you know really wanted just Hellgate to prosper. But mm -hmm. do you like that kind of leadership role? Do you kind of gravitate to that? Or is that something you don't gravitate to? You know, I think I've always kind of gravitated towards that, that role, um, whether it be in basketball, whether it be when I used to play baseball. Yeah, I mean, I'm up for whatever. What interests you in football? Was I mean, did your parents throw you in football? Or I guess, how are you here now? Yeah, um, I started playing flag in kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Mm -hmm. um, started tackling third grade. Um, parents really didn't pressure me at all. I just, you know, I had an interest for it. I started out playing running back, switched to quarterback, and then wide receiver started in eighth grade. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where I really, really had a lot of fun was wide receiver. Um, mm -hmm. Just catching the ball, making plays on the ball. Um, that's, yeah, I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. So, mm -hmm. Well, and Ian, you, you mentioned baseball, man. I, I did some research. I believe in like 2016, weren't you in the Little League World Series or trying to get your team into the Little League World Series? Yeah, we were in the uh, we were in the Northwest Regional, um, one game away from going to the championship to play in that Little League World Series. Uh, we lost the game seven to eight against Idaho. Should have won that, and then Ugh. we got killed by the team that did go to the Little League World Series in Oregon. But um, that team, man, that that team was a lot of fun. Um, mm -hmm. that coach Willie McCarthy, um, great guy. Uh, probably 
one of my biggest mentors in life. He just, he really taught us all about accountability and mm-hmm. being a good teammate and showing up to work regardless of how you feel every day. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of how um, I felt towards our Hellgate football program. I kind of mm-hmm. just brought that with me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Ian, you, you don't play baseball anymore. You know, why you just wanted to focus on football or what, what happened with it? Yeah, I mean, um, I kind of, yeah, baseball just takes up a lot of time in the summer. Um, and if I was trying to do all these, like moving into Mavs baseball, um, they don't really give you a ton of free time. And if I was trying to, I was trying to get better at football. So I was doing all these camps and stuff and there just wasn't enough time. And uh, I was doing track for football. So I'd like my freshman year, I played Mavs and I'd like go straight from track to baseball. Mm. And then sometimes I'd like miss a game because I had to do a track meet because I wanted to get better for football. And they told me that I kind of had to do like, you know, play a little bit more baseball, stop missing so much. So I kind of just had to quit. It wasn't it wasn't like I wanted to quit, but it was kind of more mm. of like I had to. Mm-hmm. Was was that a little bit bittersweet when you stepped away from the game? Yeah, definitely. I, I think I've been playing baseball the longest in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of my friends that I've made over the years have been from baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you're with the guys for so long yep. and it's yeah. in the summer. So that that yeah, it was it was really bittersweet, actually. Mm-hmm. Is that what you missed most about the game? Um, yeah, definitely the friends. Um I started playing outfield, which was way more fun. I used to play third base, but that is, you know, it's pretty terrifying, the hot corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of want to backtrack a little bit. You said one of your mentors taught you about accountability. I guess for the young, I guess the young players right now that are really listening to the show, what does accountability mean to you and how does it play a role in your life? Yeah, I think accountability means, you know, showing up to work regardless of how you feel. You know, going for the, the same goal as the rest of your team. Um, you know, you have to, you have to put in the work, you have to just show up and, you know, you might play a bad game. You can just take accountability and be like, you know what, guys, I, I kind of lost this, that one it's, it's on me. And you know what, that takes a lot of, uh, takes a lot of, yeah, it's tough to do. And that's, that's what good teams do. So I think, uh, doing that is just, just makes your team that much better. Ian, you played both sides of the ball, uh, with wide receiver and safety, uh, what side of the ball do you like to play more often? Yeah, um, I, I did play both sides of the ball, but I didn't play as much defense. Um, up until the this senior year of mine, we didn't have as many kids. Okay. So I was playing, like, especially towards the end of the season, I was playing every single snap because I was also the punter. And the <laughs> punter returner, but How exhausting was that? Oh, it was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was, there was three of us that did it, and it was it was really brutal, but oh. very fun at the same time. But yeah, to get back to your question, Adam, football, I like offense way better. Wide receiver is just, I think it's too fun. Oh, 100%, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's how it was in high school for me too, man. I was unfortunate where we didn't have a whole lot of people that came out. So I had to play both ways. Yeah. But I'm a lot bigger than you, Ian, weight-wise. So because <laughs> of that, it was even worse for me, Big Doc. I'm telling you, I'm struggling. But I think it does make you a, a better football player. It provides a little bit more perspective, and you kind of see the game from both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I think when I started playing defense a bit more aggressively, too, I think that only helped my offensive game. Mm-hmm. What do you mean um, aggressively? Yeah, well, I honestly did not used to, like, tackle at all 
starting like my freshman. I used to, when I was in MYF, I would tackle all the time. Then like I got to freshman year of high school and I wasn't really tackling like freshman, sophomore mm-hmm. year. Junior year I started to, and then senior year I really picked it up and I uh-huh. honestly enjoyed it a ton, just hitting kids low and making well, them why, why do you think that was? I mean, cause uh, the only reason I say that is because when I started playing football, I was terrified of, of football in general. Really, the only reason I came out is because people were giving me crap because I wasn't out there on the field because I was so big, yeah. you know? And I, I didn't grow up playing football. I didn't know anything about football. I didn't understand the rules to it, those types of things. And so I went out kind of on a fear basis, but it ended up really developing into, you know, something big. So I'm just kind of curious, like, why were you so scared of it at, at first? Yeah, I will. <laughs> right. I, was, uh, I wasn't scared when I was like – Okay. Third, third through eighth, uh-huh. I wasn't. And then, like, there was one hit in my first scrimmage at mm. Hell, and I was like, "Oh my God, my neck!" And then <laughs> he I, said, "The <laughs> neck." He's like, <laughs> Give me out. Then, I was like, "Oh God, dude, this uh-huh. is this is way big of a step up compared to MYF." Mm-hmm. And then, as I got bigger, got stronger, because I used to be pretty weak and I was just tall and lanky. Mm-hmm. But as I got stronger, got faster, I found that it was actually quite a bit of fun. Do you ever have one of those, Angel, where you're like, oh, what did I get myself into? Oh, 100%, bro. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, even up until I was playing, there was a couple of times where I was down on the field. And it's simply because some of the hits that I was taking, it would literally, I'd have stingers that started from the top of my neck that would roll all the way down. I could not, I couldn't move my arm. And it was this really intense pain. It was really, it it felt like somebody had a torch to like my shoulder, my neck. And so a lot of times it it, it kind of prohibited me from being the best possible player I could be simply because some of those hits that I was taking, I just couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? I got speared in the head once by somebody like blindside just speared me right in the head. And I like blanked out. I like woke up and I'm like, what the heck happened to me? I didn't even see it. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. So Ian, just kind of like, I mean, it really kind of sounds that all that you're doing right now is really in preparation for, you know, to be the best possible athlete as possible. Oh, is, it, is it really some motivation behind that? Or is it just something that I just love putting in hard work? I feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, obviously I think anyone feels good about putting in hard work. Yeah. Uh, it makes you just feel good as a person, not even as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of people kind of overlooked me as a recruit, as a as a football player. So mm-hmm. I think I need to put that much more work in just to prove myself. Ian, you know, as a wide receiver, what kind of guy do you look at that you kind of mimic or, or resemble your game after? Yeah, I mean, if I could, it would be Megatron. I mean, how could you not? He he does everything. <laughs> That's right. a great answer, bro. He is, <laughs> he's more like me. He's taller. He goes yeah. up and gets the ball, but he obviously was way faster, way stronger, which I, I mean, anyone can look up to being faster and stronger. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's the guy I'd say. So you just said right now, like me, I, you know, as a football player, I think everybody is, I mean, obviously we're all football players here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody yeah. has their strengths. Everybody has their weaknesses. When you say like me, I guess, how do you view yourself? What type of receiver do you see yourself as? Yeah. I mean, I see myself as um, a go up and get the get the ball type of receiver, but also I know that I can run crisp routes and and get the ball catching traffic type of guy. But I also know that I can I can run after catch. But if I was to work on one thing about myself, I would do a hundred percent speed, just cutting in and out of breaks. I, I just think you can't you can't get enough of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, hundred percent, bro. Ian, let's go into some of your recruiting, man. So. You know, give, give us kind of synopsis of, of how you were recruited to UM and, and, and just that process. Yeah. Um, 
I've been talking to UM for for quite a while actually since like early maybe mid junior year. Um, really picked up the summer leading into this senior year, and then yeah, I was just going always to like their camps to their recruiting stuff. And then one time uh, it was a game against Southern Utah. Um, I was down on the field for the recruitment stuff, and then uh, Hal pulled me over and Rosie pulled me over, and they they offered me, and then I was. I was sitting on it for a while, even though I knew I was going to commit regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, what really kind of made me commit was Pease gave me a phone call, um, you know, gave his sales pitch. Um, <laughs> I, you just can't turn it down. So I had to. Yeah. And I guess in the moment, man, I mean, you're sitting there. I think we won that game against Southern Utah, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we did. So you're sitting there. You won the game. I mean, obviously a credible experience too, just being able to be out there and kind of witness it for yourself. But I guess what's going through your mind as Coach Houck and obviously Coach Rosenbach are sitting there saying, hey, man, we want to offer you a, a scholarship to play here. Yeah, I was I was kind of freaking out. I mean, mm-hmm. coming But were you trying to keep it cool too? Were you trying to be like, oh, I mean, yeah, thanks, <laughs> oh, Coach. I appreciate you know. I'll take it, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I was definitely freaking out inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, Six blocks away is my high school, and then living up the rattlesnake. I mean, you just you can't wish for anything more. Yeah, what does it mean to represent? I guess just the city, of Missoula, man. Because obviously everybody everybody has that Montana pride, but you're yeah. staying in town, man. I guess what does that uh, mean to you? It means everything, literally. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the fact that I get to play in front of my friends and family, and home games, no one has to go away to see me. Um, that's that's just amazing. But then at the same time. Also, it's it's maybe not more of a Missoula thing, but it's kind of a Hellgate thing. I just mm. feel like I've got a lot of Hellgate pride, as in no one really cares about Hellgate football. Yeah, they struggled for, for quite some time, haven't they? Yeah, they definitely yeah. have. My freshman year was the the year we got that win that broke the 53 the- losing streak. Um, you know, and we still, I don't know, we went 2-9, and 2-8, and eight, which still mm. is pretty poor. But mm-hmm. we were in a lot of close games that we should have won. We got blown out like twice. But other yep. than that, it was they were close games. We should have probably been like five and four or four and five. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think it's more of a Hellgate Pride thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I know there's rules to like this whole high school game as well, too. I mean, even if you wanted to go transfer, but I'm sure. I, I mean, at certain points, you might have been thinking, you know, early on, like, oh, but if I do transfer now, I might have different opportunities, might have this, might have that, X, Y, Z. You know, yeah. I guess, why did you never, you know, consider that option? Yeah, so at first, in eighth grade, I was like, de- I was like deciding mm-hmm. whether I'd go to Sentinel or Hellgate. But mm-hmm. um, all along, I knew I was going to go to Hellgate. It's just mm-hmm. where where I live, where I grew up. Um knowing I was going to go there. And then once I got there, just the culture at Hellgate is unmatched. You you can say what you want about Hel- or, uh, Sentinel and Big Sky, but I think you step your foot in, in Hellgate and you're, you're a knight for life. Um, everyone mm-hmm. there, it's just one big family, um, mm-hmm. regardless of the sport. Everyone there loves everyone and everyone mm-hmm. supports everyone there. And I was going there. I, I couldn't leave my friends at all. So... Mm-hmm the team i felt like i had kind of a leadership role and if i was to leave i felt like i would have left it in a worse place than i than i found it so ian you know what made you choose uh montana what were those deciding factors that you're like hey i've got to stay home i've got to i've got to go here yeah um the coaching staff i think they're amazing um they're a hard a hard-nosed group of coaches but ain't that the truth 
you, you want to play for those type of guys, I think. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and then, obviously, coming from Missoula, playing in Missoula. But then the chance to play the Cats, I think you just – I've been there multiple times. I was on the field this past year watching the uh, the Grizz kick the shit out of the Cats. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that right there, you just got to – you got to – you just want that. Mm-hmm. So. so you feel like you've always had a little bit of a vendetta against the Cats? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Did that start at a young age? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Good man. Good for man. Sure. Good man. Good man. So you already know kind of what I guess mean, it's one of those things you know you never really know until you're actually on the field. Yeah. But you definitely have an idea of, of yeah. what the rivalry means just to the state. I guess this is something that's kind of interesting to me. I think everybody has a little bit of a different definition, meaning of what it means to them. So what is what does that game mean to you? What does yeah, that rivalry that, mean to you? That rivalry, I think, is the biggest rivalry in college sports. Mm-hmm. I think when college game day didn't want to come to Missoula, they made a very, very big mistake. Yeah. Um, I think everyone just overlooks the rivalry. Yep. Um, that if you're not from Montana, because you don't know what it is, but it is the biggest rivalry in college sports. And mm. like, it's not even just a rivalry, it's hatred. I'd straight up hate the cats. Yeah. Good man. You're going to, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Yeah. Let me just tell you yeah. that my friend, you're good. Well, and, and just as like, uh, you know, a local uh, Montana and as my, myself, like, I think you, you get that quicker. Do you take that burden on to maybe possibly teaching these out of state guys what it is? Yeah, I think maybe we'll have to teach them a little, but I think they'll they'll understand come first practice here in August. I think every it's it's just the it's just the talk. Like everyone's mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. talking about it. I don't think it's gonna be too hard to get those guys on track. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. Now you said August, man, so obviously that's fall camp time. Um are you a little nervous? Yeah, definitely yeah. a little nervous. How could you not be? These guys, they're great at what they do. Yeah. Um, you look up to them as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the chance to be to be with those guys and play against those guys. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely nerves, but at the same time, it's excitement. And it's got to have a little confidence in yourself knowing that, you know, you got recruited there to play and you just have to trust yourself when you do play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, my first practice, I think uh, it, cause it was right before Mick Delaney had just left and it was coach Stitt's recruiting practice, uh, recruiting class. Yeah. So he, he was awesome and still being able to honor my scholarship and, ultimately you know that kind of integrity which has really kind of led me to make that jump to come here which i thought was really awesome but my first practice i was so nervous but i had no idea what i was doing and actually one of the players grabbed me in the face and punched the shit out of me bro (laughs) first day i'm not i'm not saying that's gonna that's not gonna happen it was like this is not what we do this is not how we hold ourselves you know accountability type of thing you know yeah coach probably doesn't doesn't you know play that stuff either but yeah definitely that first day man i got punched in the face man and it was a really like big eye opener like okay i gotta play my role you know yeah 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 yeah. funny i hope that (laughs) so ian who in in your (laughs) who in your life has you know helped you get to this point that you just kind of like look up to as a mentor man yeah um willie mccarthy like i said earlier mm-hmm. but um i'd say our athletic trainer here at hellgate paul cap he goes above and beyond to help us and uh the athletes here at hellgate um mm-hmm. he's up early in the morning hitting a lift and then he'll he'll watch us do our lift and then after he'll come to track or if tracks in the morning he'll be at track and then uh helping us lift in the afternoon i think especially as a as an athlete and wanting to perform better he's definitely helped me uh, training wise especially but he's grown to be a good friend of mine as well 
and obviously he's really you know committed to his craft too because yeah. that's that's extremely hard to do being yeah. at the school all day being you know waking up early to work out watching these guys taking care of these guys and gals too obviously yeah. you know that that speaks commitment i guess in your life what does commitment mean to you yeah commitment um it's kind of everything if you're if you're committed you got to do it my dad mm-hmm. always says if you're going to do something never do it half assed yep. um, so yeah i think it's just it's just like a one of those things that you just you just do. So what drives you as a football player? Yeah, as a football player, I think, you know, I just don't want to lose at all. I'm super competitive. Yeah, I just I hate losing. I always want to win. So I think the only way to not lose is just to work harder than the opponent. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all you can hope for. Are you a trash talker, Ian? Uh, okay, so I you are, yes, you are. <laughs> Hell yeah, you are. No, you tell right now, no I did not used to be, I did not used to be, um, till this senior year because I still felt like I was getting overlooked by everyone, even as a sophomore and as a junior. I still felt like maybe it wasn't my place to talk trash, but this senior year, I just kind of let it all out <laughs> and then, uh, on the basketball court. I, I think I talk more trash in basketball than I do in football, yeah. Uh, just because I swear to God, I get a penalty every time I say something. <laughs> Do you think it makes you a better player? Some people thrive off that. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Um, especially if you're winning that matchup battle. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you get to start talking this shit. And then, then that's where things get rolling. Yeah. Be honest, man. Have you ever made anybody cry? Well, I don't, have, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I have one time. I'm really? embarrassed to say, man. You made someone cry? Yeah, I made somebody cry just because not because I was doing anything crazy, but I was in that same mindset. I was in the zone. I was feeding off. And I was kind of the same way as you. I kind of early years, I didn't feel like I had a place. Yeah. Earned that right to be able to really kind of. But then ultimately, it kind of led me to believe like, all right, well, I have to be confident in my playing ability. And mm-hmm. with that, the only way for me to be confident was to be outspoken like that. You know, everybody has yeah. a different style of play. Yeah. So because of that, poor kid, Jesus Christ, I. I put it through the ringer and he ended up at the end of the game. He cried to me and I had, I went up to him and consulted him. I was like, Hey man, I'm so sorry. I was just in the moment type of thing. And he was, it was one of those ones where he like couldn't speak, you know, I felt really bad about it. But at the end of it all, what did you say to the guy, dude? Actually now he's actually one of the people that still hits me up to this day. Hey man, I'm thinking about you. Hope things are good player. Cool, bro. Have a good one. You know what I mean? So it was kind of it was crazy, bro. It was crazy for sure. Wow. Yeah. I'm a bad guy. Sorry y'all for those listening. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Uh, you'll have to tell me like what you said, dude. That's that's crazy. Oh, that's off the air stuff. Bro. Yeah, that's off I the air stuff. I can't be saying it on here, man. Uh, <laughs> Coming in as a freshman, what's your expectation? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can have super high expectations to play to start, especially um, as a freshman. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of great wide receivers on this on this roster. Um, a lot of guys that I look up to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think coming in, I'm just looking looking just to work hard, um, show the coaches that I'm committed, that I care, um, that I'm accountable mm-hmm. and, uh, just, just put my head down and work. Um, just hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's that debate at obviously the D one level, um, where, which school produces the best wide receivers, I guess at the D one double a level at the FCS level, where do you think that place lies? Do you honestly think it's Montana or do you think it's somewhere else? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say Montana. You have to, brother. I was going to say, if you say anything else, man, could yeah. you might be being a call for Coach Hauk after this funeral. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I honestly, but honestly, uh-huh. truly, 
like e even though I played at the school and obviously I have relationships with people on the team, I truly believe that we produce some dogs at wide receiver. Yeah, like I some agree. really incredible players that like really have the potential to do some groundbreaking stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially recently. Yeah, especially yeah. recently, man. I mean, even when I was playing there, we had Jamal Jones, we had yeah. Henderson, man, and those guys are. I mean, I think uh, Jamal Jones might even be still kind of running around a little bit. He might be out out of the league now, but I mean, it was probably by choice because he. I mean, even three years ago, I remember him seeing on practice squad and kind of making his way into that roster, man. Yeah. So again, I think I think we do a really good job about one recruiting good wide receivers. But being able to elevate the receiver to an elite level, I think yeah, you do no, a really, really good job yeah. of doing it, which is good for you to, to like to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But there's a price to pay, obviously, you know, and that's yeah. that's exactly why you're in this role. You know, the commitment, the accountability, those uh -huh. types of things, you know. So, Ian, what would you say is, you know, a goal of yours that you want to accomplish while you're at University of Montana? I think you got to your goals got to be win a national champion. Definitely. Um, I'm not one really to care about like the personal accolades. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I yeah, national champion. That's a that's a really good goal to set, my friend. Mm -hmm. Exactly, man. Yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. You know, what kind of field of study are you wanting to get into? Yeah, I think um, my relationship with Paul um, has really like kind of drove my my uh, curiosity for athletic training. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I might go into that, or I might just go you know just the business major route mm -hmm. um but yeah it's still up in the air but i think most likely it'll be athletic training physical therapy something like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh, obviously the dream is to play at, at the highest level possible i'm assuming right oh yeah yeah so you know what you just said you want to get into you know some you know obviously physical therapy stuff or some business stuff do you have you know other interests outside of, of football whether it be you know entrepreneurship or those types of things or is it really kind of hey man I, i'm all about being the best possible student i can be best athlete and really football is plan a and that's it yeah um yeah it's mostly football but uh if i'm can not all or lifting, um, I'm 100% playing video games with my friends. Good man, good man. What are you playing? Right now, we're playing Fortnite, no builds. We we were on the Warzone, Warzone but uh, I don't think I'm good enough for Warzone. <laughs> really? I'm good at Call of Duty multiplayer, but just something about Warzone, I just I can't do it. It makes me rage too mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. That's how it was for me, man. I, I, I've, I've told a couple of the recruits. I started playing Modern Warfare 2. That was my freaking yep. game, bro. Same. That was that was the oh that's the og for me you know yeah but for whatever reason after that game you know what i just really couldn't get the hang of, of some of the other ones for whatever reason like it was it was hit or miss he was either i was pretty decent or i was like all right man i'm yeah. struggling with this game and it would frustrate me because i'm i'm super competitive too yeah same. you know that's why i had yeah. to quit warzone he said yeah you know yeah. what i have been playing lately and this is a little bit off topic elden ring really oh that non-stop is it is it oh like my gosh i'm talking about on my day my, when it first dropped mm -hmm. i committed a full like 24-hour bend to just play the game oh my gosh and i'm dude, talking wow. about I stayed up for 24 hours like i'm oh. not exaggerating to like really try wow. to level up that game is incredible it's probably okay. one of my favorite games in the most recent years yeah because one of my friends he does the exact same thing you just described uh yeah. described but uh yeah. he's always telling me to get it and I'm like, uh, I might. Oh, know. bro, don't do it. Too dangerous. Too dangerous. <laughs> He's like, you got to grind. You got to grind. You got to put in the time to it. And I was like, 
I don't play that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, bro. It's a time commitment, and that's the thing too. Like in recent years, I love video games, but I just haven't been able to play because I've been so busy doing other stuff. You know, following yeah. other passions. But uh-huh. for whatever reason, the homie convinced me to buy the game. So I, <laughs> your friend is one of my friends. Okay. It's going to get the game, and before you know it, bro, I'm hooked, bro. So I'm telling you right now, save yourself the trouble. Don't buy the game. Maybe I don't buy the game. Don't buy the game. Good, man. You know, think about it, bro. Obviously, everybody has a different pregame ritual. Some people don't even have pregame rituals. What's yours, and do you listen to music while you're doing it? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've got, like, a little ritual of my own that I've been doing since, like, What's that ritual? Uh, It's kind of just, like, more of, like, a, like, almost like a prayer, sort of. Mm -hmm. Um, Pre-game, it's always eat Skittles. You get that from Marshawn Lynch? No, so I didn't. (laughs) Everyone says that. I just ate Skittles because they're my favorite candy. Fair enough. And then, um... I'll have a an energy drink, same type, same type oh. every time. An orange dreamsicle rain, my favorite flavor. Um, huh. I swear to God, if I don't do that, I'm like dead at halftime. Really? Yeah. And then I always, I try to drink like a Pedialyte before the game or something like that. Um, oh goodness, that's a lot of liquids, man. I know. <laughs> I'd be going to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. But I always try to get there first as well. Yeah. Um, okay. I also am the I'm the one with the speaker. I don't really take aux that much. I just feel like I don't have a super wide selection of music. But if I was to listen to one song before the game, it's it's gonna be Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. That's always a good one, bro. Every That'll time. hype everybody up. That'll hype up the Everyone. club, the stadium. It don't matter where you're at. Oh, That's always a good choice. Yeah, or No Flocking by Kodak Black. That one good that man. one always gets me going. Kodak Black to go, man. People sleep on Kodak, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Good man, good man. Man, we're 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 gonna be okay, Ian. We're gonna be all right. You're gonna fit in just fine. So, Ian, you know, one question we've been kind of asking people, you know, with you know this new era of endorsement deals and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, what if you could, what what would be a a great endorsement deal for you? Uh, like if we're thinking like as big as possible. I mean, well, no, everything's on the table. Yeah, everything's on the table. Hey, uh, well, I used to think about this as a kid. <clears throat> Underrated here. Um, well, obviously I go with Nike. Okay. Of course. That's like a given. I feel like Nike or Adidas is a given. I feel like, mm-hmm. but the place that used to be in the mall, Bob's pizza. There you go. I wanted, once I made it, I just wanted to be affiliated with them. Mm-hmm. I love what them. happened to them? Are they not around no more? No, they're not. No. no. Brutal. So we- we used to have one of those too. They were good pizzas, man. They were good. Yeah, they had the calzones and everything too. Yes, the ranch was unmatched. I swear, guys. Yeah, man. So, yep. so I mean, are you talking about like you do commercials for them or yeah. like just rep out their gear? Rep out the gear. Damn. Eat the, eat the food. <laughs> give me the cheese sticks. <laughs> give me the cheese. Give me the cheese sticks. That's crazy, bro. That's what about, a good one, bro. That is. What about some other like you know, like realistic ones like Nike and Adidas? That that probably yeah. not gonna be realistic. Yeah, what, what about some realistic some local ones? ones? Yeah. Local ones, um, like I mean, if I could, I'd probably go like Universal Athletic. Okay. Um, because they got all the, the sports stuff right now. Um, maybe Shields, now that we have one of those. Mm-hmm. That'd be a nice one. Um, yeah, those are the only two I could probably think off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Good man, good man. You should get sports sports drinks, man. Tag them in the post. Yeah, sports drinks or Skittles for you. you gotta oh. eat those every every every, every right. game, man. I gotta. <laughs> I'd have What's to- that candy shop in the mall? Oh, yeah, there you go. Fuzzy wig. Yeah, fuzzy wigs. There you fuzzy go. That's a good one. 
That'd be a good one. That'd be a great one. Provide the pregame skittles. You do a quick little fifteen second commercial, bro. Yeah, there you you're go. getting paid. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we're here to help you, Ian. Crazy money you. off of it too. You hear people are making like six <laughs> figures off some of that stuff. Up. Yeah. Come on, Missoula. We gotta step it up a little bit. We, we gotta do. give these boys some money. We do. Oh, maybe I'd go with up top. There you go. Up top, solid. Really, really yeah. solid. Yeah. 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 They, and 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 those Andersons, uh, they're such good people too, bro. Oh, yeah. All the way around. Yeah. My, both my parents are from Butte, and my mom used to babysit the Andersons, so she knows them pretty well. But yeah. I've had like baseball jerseys. They've been up top on my hats and whatnot. But mm -hmm. uh, that's like a great local brand and ties in with the Grizz as well. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we yeah. got to get them rolling, bro. We got to get their attention. I agree. Exactly, man. Yeah. We'll do what we can, Ian. You just do what you can. I will. There you go. Good man. <laughs> Good man, man. Hey, bro, do, well, do you have any nickname? Um, Finchy, I guess. That's just Finchy. like. A what is it? Finchy, just like you know. Oh, Finchy. Finchy. Okay, Finchy. okay, okay, okay. Sometimes my friends call me Finch brother. Finch brother. <laughs> no clue why. Um, also, yeah, they just got a bunch of random nicknames for me. They got Darf. They got Lottie. I got no clue why they call me any of those names, but Lottie, Lottie, yeah. Damn. I got no. But you have no idea why they call you those. No, and they won't tell me. It's like an inside joke without me. Damn. Damn, Damn man. Disrespectful. Any any, right. any hidden talents, Ian? Uh no, I don't really have any talents. So are, are you uh obviously you're 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 coming in with a pretty sizable class. Have you been in contact with some of the other guys? Do you have a pretty good relationship with them? Yeah. Well, I used to play basketball with Caden Hewitt. All the guys I used I used to play basketball against like most of the in-state kids regardless. Uh but other than that, I think we're all pretty good friends actually. I like a group chat that we we talked here and there. That recruitment trip was pretty fun. We got to like Yeah, well, tell, tell us a little bit about that, man. I guess what yeah. was your experience like, you know, coming on that trip? Yeah, it was super fun. Um, I mean, they they were like taking us around Missoula. Like, I mean, for me, it was like, okay, I've been to all these places. <laughs> I've been, I've been here. <laughs> but I think it was probably pretty good for the kids that haven't been to Missoula. Yeah, like we ate at the depot. We we went to a Grizz hockey game, which was actually sweet. I haven't been to mm -hmm. one of those. Yeah, um, those are pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't been to one of those. Stayed at the Double Tree or the Finn, I guess. And then I missed like the entire Saturday because I had a game up in Kalispell for basketball, mm. but we came back and they're eating dinner and then they kind of just took us all around Missoula. But I don't, for me, it was, it was like, ah, okay, I've been here, but yeah, the yeah. kids, I could see how it'd be a lot cool. A lot more oh cool. yeah, man. That's how it was for yeah. me, man. Come, come in from where I came over here. And I was just like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. You uh -huh. know, the people that live in Montana, Missoula is a big place, you know, yeah. and kind of, I guess in comparison to some other places. Mm -hmm. But for me, I was like, whoa, this place is so tiny. But yeah. it was super cool because I've never been around mountains like that. You know, really? I've never seen, you know, rivers and streams going through the city like that, bro. Yeah. And I'm from a place that's it's all dusty and crusty, bro. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was dusty and crusty, <laughs> brother. So it was cool to see it out here, man. So for somebody that hasn't been here, definitely a big deal. But yeah, after, yeah. now that I'm acclimated and I've been here for so long, yeah. if for whatever reason, I had to restart and I was from Missoula, I'd probably be the same. I'd be like, this is cool. Cool experience that you guys want to take this out and do, but I've done all that you could possibly do yeah. here. You know what I mean? That's kind of my thought process as well. Yeah. You know what? One thing I do want to talk about that I, I wasn't able to touch on, you know, a little bit earlier. You said earlier that one of the people that you probably admire most, you've mentioned a couple of mentors, but uh, your running back, Jake. Is he playing at the next level? Is, is he going? Yeah. Anywhere? Yeah. He's uh he's headed to Carroll. <clears throat> he's 
he's a great friend of mine. We used to we weren't as close like my freshman year. You think then, sports brought you together? Uh, I'd say sports definitely brought us together. But we've been going to the same school since we were in kindergarten. Mm. So it was kind of like we knew each other, but we didn't hang out with each other. And mm. then football, I think, completely brought us together. And now I could say he's one of my best friends, but he's one of the hardest workers I know. And mm. I know he's gonna he's gonna bring what he's got to Carol and show what he's got, which is a lot. I think he's a great person and uh he's a he's a really really good football player and yeah. I, maybe more so he was overlooked than i was overlooked because mm-hmm. um, he broke his ankle in in junior year mm-hmm. our third game or maybe our fourth or something like that but he was he was on pace to have a really good year and he started out at running back but you know at hellgate it's pretty tough to run when you have 160 pound linemen so <laughs> kind of gravitated more towards the defensive side and uh yeah he had a really really good senior year um he's gonna go play like walk up safety for carol well shout out jake man congratulations yeah, to you brother just being yeah. able to play at the next level man i think it's a huge accomplishment whether it be d3 all the way up to d1 man it, it's hard to do and not a whole lot of people get that opportunity to do it you know what i mean yeah well ian angel do you have anything else man or you know what, man? I, you know, I, I know I talk too much, brother, and I said this to, you know, a lot of the recruits, man, but truly, like, congratulations, Ian. Thank like, you, this man. is really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and it's one of those things that you're coming in at the right time, at the right place with the right people and the right the right players, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really proud of the program and the, and the men that are part of that program and the coaches, too, man. So I think you're coming in. You know, at a special, special time, man. And like I said, this is such a huge accomplishment for you. And it, in a sense, bigger than you. It's represent, representation of your family. It's rep- representation of, you know, the people behind you and the people that support you, man. So really, yeah. truly, congratulations, brother. And I've Thank been you. telling this to everybody, if there's any ever a moment where, you know, you, you need somebody to talk to, because I know it gets hard. You know, yeah. you need some advice or need maybe even a little pick-me-up or, you know, light a fire up or, uh, under your ass. or one of those things to kind of get you rolling. <laughs> I yeah. have no problem doing that. Adam has no problem doing that. Ooh. We just want to see you guys thrive, and we really just yep. want to see you guys take it to the next level, man. And you, you know, I know, I know, there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of people supporting you because we got one exactly. message. Where we have one of, <laughs> one of you. I don't know if it was one of your boys. It was some, I don't uh, know who it was, but I think he, he ripped into us, and I think oh, he yeah. understood what we were trying to say. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, he, he's he's always like that. Yeah, so. he ripped into us, and I was like, bro, yeah. I don't think you understand where we're coming from, but I appreciate <laughs> the feedback. You know, yeah. shout out to him. I mean, oh, I know exactly. For sure. Yeah, and I just want to know the type of impression you have on people and how passionate that they yeah. are for your success, bro. You know. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, with that pressure, you know, you're going to be able to create a diamond, bro. So I'm really ex- excited for you. Really happy for you, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of you for sure. Thank you exactly. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These next four years, man, are going to be probably the best times of your life. And mm-hmm. yeah, just go get. So it live it up. Enjoy it, bro. Live it up. Enjoy it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks. And commit too. I think yeah. that's, 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 I mean, that's obviously you hear that and you're like, okay, that's a given, but time and time again, I've seen a lot of players, you know, including myself at some point, you know, where I definitely fell off for one reason or another, whether yeah. it be, it was, I, I was struggling in school. I was struggling on the field mentally. I wasn't there, man. So just make sure you're on top of those things and don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to people, have people on your back, you know, lean on those people because ultimately they're going to push you to be the best possible version of yourself. This whole conversation you've talked about you know your school you know your mentors the people in your life that influence you and how grateful you are for them man so continue to lean on those people and continue to make new ones you know what i mean 
Yeah. And you'll be all right, brother. I'm looking forward Thank to you. you, bro. I really, really am. I'm yeah. excited for you. Well, yeah, Ian, thanks for coming on and spending the time with us. I know you're busy with sports and everything. Mm-hmm. So thank you for uh, giving us some time with you and kind of introducing you to Grizz Nation, buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you guys for having me.